Welcome back to part two of getting to the root of it. I am joined with Carissa Beasley. Thank you so much for coming back and talking with me. Okay, so you have your store and then I know that you have an employee, which mm-hmm. we're going to actually have on, on our next episode, but yeah. how did you go from it just being you to now? Do you have one employee or you have multiple? Yeah, it's just, it's just Angie. Okay. So, so how yeah. did you, how long were you on your own? Yeah, I was on my own um, pretty much the entire time. She's been with me for a year. And I had like people come in, like if I went on vacation, I had friends come in and like watch the store for me. Um, I had a few, a few people like come in and help me every once in a while, but I did everything on my own. Um, like restocks on my own. I'm very lucky. I have an aunt and uncle who live here who are retired and they spend every two weeks, every Wednesday when I restock, they spend two hours with me. They come to the dock with me to pick up the plants. They help me. So I'm so lucky that I have family. I know I'm not going to have that forever, you know, but I clutch onto that. That's huge for me. So Mm. I've done everything by myself besides that. And then I think it was last, what's it is? It's March. I've had her since October of 2021. I'm like, what year is it? Okay. So it's, it's been like a year and three a year months and that I've had her. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty much. So she, so she's been with me for a while. Um, and it was me just realizing like, I don't want to work five days a week in my store. Like that sounds crazy because I went from working 60, 70 hours a week somewhere. But when you own yeah. a small business, you have so much responsibility. Yeah. And it was, it's very hard for me sometimes to be in my store because I'm like overthinking about how things look or how it, I like, I needed a different perspective I needed a few days, like I needed a schedule. My wife and I were on opposite schedules. So she's off every Thursday and Friday. And I worked, I was off every Monday, Tuesday. So we literally had opposite schedules. And I was like, okay, "Okay, this isn't working for me anymore. Like I need a better work-life balance. And it was like terrifying for me to take a chunk of my paycheck away and give it to somebody else. But that was huge for me because I'm like, I need the mental clarity. I need to step away from my store. I need to be able to look at it from a different perspective. Like I need to be able to have admin days at home by myself where I can just sit down and spend an entire day ordering stuff. Like, but I also want my Mondays and Tuesdays to just be my day off, you know? So it's like, yeah. that was really hard for me because I was sitting in my store every single day. Like I have all these responsibilities. I have like 15 emails to do. Like I need to place this order. I need to be my business fees. Like I need to do my sales tax for the month. But like, I'm also sitting here answering customers and like cleaning the store and like mm-hmm. watering plants. And like, it just all became very overwhelming for me to just right. run a store by myself five days a right. week. So that was like a pivotal moment for me where my wife was like, okay, like we, it would be nice to have days off together. Like, let's figure mm-hmm. this out. Yeah. So we were able to navigate that. And how hard would you say that that part was? Like, obviously you want the mental clarity, right? You want the Mm -hmm. time off, but how hard was it for you to delegate and like let someone handle your store and you step away and not like message them every five seconds? So (laughs) difficult. Like I literally had printed like a folder, like information and like, this is how you lock the door. Like relax. (laughs) It's fine. It's not that big of a deal. Like it was very scary for me to be like, oh my God, what if she doesn't know? that you have to take your key out to the trash can to like unlock like it's all the little things that went through every single day probably for the first few months I was like and this and this there's this don't forget this there's that like 
so many things came to my mind when you're doing something, even in like just corporate, when you're doing something five days a week and you're working a job and then like somebody else comes in, it's like, they don't know what you're doing. You, you don't, and you don't even know all the tiny things that you do that really add up to like your mm-hmm. entire job or something that comes up that you haven't even experienced yet. You're yes. like, oh, shit, how do we handle that? Yeah. So even <laughs> yeah. now, like it's, it's hard. Like I struggle with knowing how to delegate with her. Like, I'm like, we do everything together. You know, like mm-hmm. I, she absolutely has responsibilities. Yes. Like she does so much. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the social media she does, like she does my Instagram a lot. Like I was so sick of making content and reels and having to take a photo every day and like mm-hmm. do this. So she did that. She didn't even like, I didn't even ask her. She just like started doing all that. And it was amazing. And that was like mm-hmm. a huge weight off of my shoulders, nice. but there's no method to like how to delegate. Like I still, we still honestly do everything together. We we work together every single Wednesday at the shop and we like navigate everything. And I'm like, I'm scared sometimes. I'm like, there's a package. Can you grab it and like open it and like put the stuff out? Like I, as a business owner, I feel bad. I'm like making your employees do things. It's like, mm-hmm. for me, my employee has become my family. And I think that's a huge mm-hmm. thing for small businesses. You know, it's like people don't realize how intertwined you are in each other's lives. So yeah. It was, it was very difficult at first, but now she does everything that I do and I do everything that she does. Like it, it was a very hard transition. Yeah. It just took time. Yeah. 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 And I think that goes to show how much you do, you know, you, you see that she's helping you and like how integral she is in the process because it was your idea to even have her on the podcast, you know? Yeah. When we saw that, we're like, okay, she, this is, this is going to be great because most people don't realize how much their employees are doing. So the fact that you're saying- like there's no way I can come on here without having her on really shows yeah. how like how integrated you guys have been throughout this process. Yeah, no, and it's crazy because her and I have also become like everyone's like, don't mix business business and pleasure or whatever. But her and I become such close friends, like even outside of, you know, the business, mm-hmm. which is awesome. We're literally like the same person. It's crazy. And mm-hmm. it just like when I first met her, it was like I loved her. We worked really great together. But of course it was like a business relationship. We weren't close, like we had to figure out how to set, I had to figure out how to set boundaries. Like, what do I tell her? What do I not tell her? So you didn't know her? her before, right? Like you just met her no. to hire. Okay. Yeah. I like literally just met her to hire her pretty much. She had come into my store a few times, but I like hadn't put two and two together at all. And mm-hmm. um, like, I never thought that I'd like just loved her resume. I loved how bubbly she was. Like mm-hmm. I looked for somebody, it sounds so stupid, but I looked for somebody that was like also aesthetically pleasing and like had the same eye as me, you know, like I looked at her yeah. Instagram. I was like, oh, this makes sense. Like her Instagram looks like my Instagram. Like it, it feeds her content is very similar. Like I know that she would understand like what it takes to like, if I needed her to post an Instagram photo, like something as small as that, mm. but I didn't know her before that at all. So navigating okay. like that relationship was super, super different for us, but it's funny. Cause now we've become so close. Literally we wrote down our goals for 2023 and her goal. And there was both of us. We talked about wanting to be on a podcast. We actually really wanted to start our own podcast. That was like oh, nice. huge for us. Yeah. We're like, okay. we really want to start this, start talking about plants and gardening, gardening and like care tips. And cause it's like, we have reels all the time, but it's like, people can't go back and try to find that one tip that you gave them about cutting a leaf or whatever, you know, right. it's like, it's not in an archive. So it's very interesting because she is now become that part of me. And I'm like, no, she has to be on the podcast. We have to do this together. You know, yeah. like, I, I want to always find a way to incorporate her as much as I possibly can. Cause she does that for me and she does so much for me. Have you guys been on another before? No, this is our first one. Oh, awesome. we're both super excited about it. Yeah. Oh, like nice. I literally, okay. 
It was crazy because we had literally talked about it. And like a week later, I got your email and I texted. I was like, guess what? <laughs> she was like, what? I was like, well, they asked me to be on, but I'm going to see if you can be on too. And she was like, oh my God, even if it's just you, like, that's so cool. And I'm like, no, we're going to get this figured out. Like, I want you to be able to experience this with me. You know, yeah. we experience a lot together. Like we, we both kind of have, I feel like it's both of our businesses now, you know, the way that, the way yeah. that she treats it. So mm. yeah, it's very unique for sure. Yeah. And not everybody gets that, you know? Right. Yeah. Usually if I go into a business and I'm, you know, I'll kind of fill it out towards the end and I'll get a business card or I'll make sure I can remember. Yeah. As soon as we walked in there, I'm like, okay, it's wrong. I love that. I love that. <laughs> that literally makes me so happy. And it's, it's yeah. true because it's funny. I mean, all the other small businesses around me, like a few of them have employees, but it's mm. nothing like Angie and I have, like we really built a relationship and a connection. And it shows like as a person like Angie, who believes so much in my business, like it can really become a thing, you know, mm -hmm. huge. Nice. How would you say that you, oh, and by the way, I wanted to mention yeah. Based on the whole situation that you said and like reaching out to other plant business owners mm -hmm. and no one responding to. So if you guys open a podcast, I'm more than happy to, you know, yeah, kind of give off some so fun. Yeah. 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 I love um, that. But how do you I know that you said that you do everything that Angie does and she does everything that you do. Are yeah. you still kind of like figuring out a way to, you know, have your time off? Do you feel like you've balanced that now? And if so, how do you do that and yeah. step away? And Absolutely. how many hours do you feel like you work now or just change? I mean, for sure. Like every day is different. Um, Angie and I recently started taking over. Uh, so Ferguson's had lost their marketing and I had stepped, Angie and I had stepped in just doing it for free because content is important for us. Like we need a voice for Ferguson's. We, mm -hmm. we needed that it, even just for our business. We need that. We need that like social media presence. So her and I started doing that together. And that of course, like really added to my plate. Uh, but her and I both split the, we both split the work. We figure out a way to make it work. I, there's a lot of things, obviously, like I still do, like I do all the ordering, I do all the business side of it, which is a whole nother thing. Like she doesn't deal with any of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like this that's is never for, for the, for the, business, for, for, for the plant shop. Yeah. So for okay. the plant shop, um, we, there's still that, like, obviously line, because I feel like as an employee, like as me owning this business, mm -hmm. your employees should never feel the stress of the business that has nothing to do with them. You know, mm -hmm. I feel like there, there always has to be a line. So me delegating and figuring out what my responsibilities were and what her responsibilities were was definitely like hard, but yeah. I take on so much more responsibility in my own mind. And I never put that on her. I'm not like, Oh, I hate that. I have to do this today. Or I have to pay the business fees today. And I have to do all these or this ordering, you know, I never yeah. put that on her like mentally because I never want her to feel like oh I should be doing this oh I, I need to do this you know mm -hmm. so I still feel like I work too much but that's okay. just life like I, I I'm on my phone 24 7 like I was off um I'm off now Monday Tuesday Thursday Friday which is insane um to me to have oh. four days off is like crazy but yeah. like Mondays and Tuesdays, Angie and I like hang out or we'll go and do stuff like that's like my fun day. And then Thursdays and Fridays are like my admin days. Sometimes it's like my ordering day or sometimes I still go into the shop every once in a while. if like Got I it. need to like unbox some things or sometimes I'm just like, I just want to rearrange today. I'm going to go to the shop and spend my day off there doing right. that. Like I still find fun in that. But so the the days on or the days when you're yes, in the shop physically in the shop. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, and it's, it's hard. Everybody says like, you should schedule it out. Like you should only be on your phone from 
say 11 to four, like on your days off, because really as a business owner, you do not have days off. Like there's never, especially with retail, somebody always needs something. Like I'm always like, I have to respond to like a vendor or like I'm answering. I never let like our DMs pile up. So mm-hmm. I check our DMs every day, all day, 24 so seven. <laughs> yes. No. And that's huge for me. Like yeah. with, with that, you know, so it's, it's honestly hard to say like how much I work now, especially with the marketing position. Like it's my day off, but I have like graphics to make today. I have 14 right. emails, like important emails that I have to go through and like put on the calendar. Like there's, there's never really a time off. And I think that's huge for small business owners because when you start the business, you don't really realize that. And a lot of people mm-hmm. can't handle that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like if I'm having a bad day and I don't want to be on my phone, that's fine. I let it pile up. It's not the end of the world. And I think that that's a huge thing that you kind of have to remind yourself, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything from, you know, that that first day that you sat down with Jen, say that you're kind of even thinking like, this is a possibility. I don't want to get my hopes up kind of thing from then or even just selling plants on Instagram to now that you feel like is a major, obviously opening the store, but anything else yeah. major as far as like how your companies have evolved? That's so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think major was trusting the process. Like there wasn't really mm-hmm. like a moment for me or like an event that happened. Um, Actually, that's not true. A huge event that I, not a huge event, but like a huge thing that I did for myself, my business was um, rebranding last year. Like I did all my logos by myself. I've always drawn everything by myself. Like I used to make stickers, um, like whenever there was like movements going on in the world, you know, like social issues happening, like I would make stickers and sell them in my business for like the cause or how, like, what can I do? I've always put myself out there in that way. Right. Um so I've always done everything by myself. And last year I did a rebrand and I paid somebody to do it. And that was like huge for me. I feel like so many small business owners, it's not like a moment that happened, but it really was a moment for me because it really was a huge thing. When I chose, I went with her name was Abby and she gave me like a guideline for my business that like really made me think about my business. It was like, I had to create five Pinterest boards of like colors, shapes, textures. She asked me questions like, what does your ideal customer do during their day? Like, that's not a question that you'd ever ask yourself when you start your business, you know? And Mm -hmm. now I'm like, it really made me think about what products I need to carry or how can I change my store a little bit? Because that's so true. My ideal customer was like waking up in the morning and going to get themselves a really good latte and like going to Trader Joe's and maybe finding a farmer's market. And like, they're coming to get a pot and a plant so that they can go home and like repot their plant before they do like some self-care. Like, it was huge for me to think about that. And I, for three years, I never thought about that. Like I never, and I feel like I struggled so much. um, Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. Most people just find a deal customer is just one that wants to buy plants. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. yeah. So that was, that was a huge like pivotal moment for me was um, getting that clarity during rebranding. Like it really made me think about my business, you know, Mm -hmm. I've gotten a lot of really good advice from people too, which I don't know if that's a separate question, but I, um, her name is Wani. She owns Mothership Coffee. So she's like the CEO of Mothership. Uh, we actually have our products inside of the Mothership St. Rose. Uh, we have like a little area with like cutesy little giftable items. But I was talking to Wani one day and she said to me, I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm just so stressed out, like thinking about decisions and things. And she was like, stop thinking about your business as temporary. Like you have to start thinking about it as permanent because you started this business without an end date. There is no end date. So if you're making 
temporary decisions for your business, like temporary displays in your store, just like cheap options. And like, you're not investing in your business. Mm -hmm. Like you're never going to feel like it's permanent because you're making it look temporary and you're making it feel temporary. And literally a week later, that's when I decided to order that huge custom cash wrap. I'm like, I want my store to look permanent, you know? Yeah. That was, that was huge for me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there any other, you know, advice that you feel like you kind of keep close to home that you've gotten along the way? Yeah. I mean, honestly, the like temporary permanent thing was really, really, really big for me. Everything else is like, it's hard. Cause I feel like as a business owner, everyone's like, just keep going. Like you're fine. You're like yeah. you have it made, like you get to do what you want every single day. Like, wow, that's so cool. Like people are like, you're so lucky, you know, cause they see the front end only. Yeah. Yeah. So I would yeah. say the biggest thing for like advice that I would give to people is to like not compare yourself to other people, you know, don't compare your journey to, and it's just simple advice, but like when you really actually think about it, like don't compare your journey to other people. Don't let other people make you feel like it should be easier than it is. Cause it's not like, it's very difficult and it's never going to get easier. Like genuinely, yeah. if you want this for the rest of your life, you're going to be feeling like this for the rest of your life. So you have to figure out a way to navigate that for yourself and your own sanity mm-hmm. and your own clarity, you know? So I would say yeah. like, stop making your business feel temporary and focus on what you can do about your own personal self, mental health, like what makes you help your business thrive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's really good advice because, you know, if you're comparing and then you're thinking it's so easy, then you're wondering like, what's wrong with me? Why, why is yeah. it so difficult for me? Like I yeah. started a podcast where, you know, a lot of podcasters are coming off like these reality shows or their celebrities, mm-hmm. they already have an audience, yeah. you know? So if I'm comparing myself to them, like no one knew, like knows me, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not yeah. coming off a TV show that I can't just say I'm like, I'm bringing a million, you know, followers right. or something. No, and I, that's huge yeah. for you too, because there's a lot of podcasters and there's actually a really big podcaster that I'd reach out to um, in the beginning of this year. And mm-hmm. because I really wanted to be on a podcast and I told her my biggest goal is to be on a podcast and she didn't even email me back. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like I've looked up to you. I've listened to your podcast for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a podcast that I listen to all the time. It's about like gardening and things like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. that was huge for me. And I was like, I never put myself out there. That's yeah. also like a really, really scary thing, you know, yeah. and that didn't work out and maybe it will, you know, one day and mm-hmm. maybe she'll get back to me and whatever, but it's crazy. Cause it's like something as simple as you reaching out. I'm like, so excited. Like I had no idea about your podcast, you know, like yeah. I had no clue. Yeah. I'm not like somebody that goes out and looks for new content. Like I'm stuck in my, you know, ways <laughs> right. and I'm like, yeah, never discover anything new. And it's yeah. like, then who, who knew? Like, I didn't even know how exciting it would be. I'm like, Oh my God, my first podcast. That's so exciting. Like, yeah, that was a huge goal for me. And I think I'm huge in like speaking it into existence, you know, and like everything for happens sure. for a reason. Everything comes into alignment at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had quite a few, like I know when I first started doing, you know, in the beginning, I just was going to do all guests. And then I mm-hmm. do a lot of solo episodes too, but I had a list of, you know, people that I wanted on the podcast or something that could just be interesting or maybe names that people gave me. And then I, I would put labels like green, yeah. like I for sure think they'll come on yellow. Yeah. I'm not sure. And red, like they're probably never going to respond. Yeah. And then there were some of the greens that never responded. Some of the reds. It's so that funny. Did, you know? Isn't it's not weird. It's like knowing that you can reach out and like what you're going to even say yeah. um, is like the big win. Just like yeah. you it's reaching a huge out to win. businesses that don't respond, but it's like, yeah. that is very vulnerable. Like you said, and that takes something from inside of you to do it. It really does. And I don't don't think a lot of people think about that. And that's just even in everyday business life. It's like, 
I don't think people realize how hard it is to like make those decisions or decide to reach out or respond to emails that like you don't know how to respond to, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're, you always have to be vulnerable and like, think about it like that. You don't have a boss or a CEO or a manager who you can like, just do this for me, you know, just delegate. Can you just answer this for me? Like you do not have that. So Mm -hmm. being vulnerable as a small business owner is like key. You have to learn how to put yourself out there. And you also have to learn how to like not care about other people's feelings, you know, like if if they're going to ignore you and like, don't worry about them. They're in their own situation. It probably has nothing to do with you. Like I recently read a book and it's called the anxiety toolkit because I deal with a lot of like my own mental health. And Mm -hmm. there was a word in there called rumination. And I've never Mm -hmm. heard that word before in my (laughs) life. I'm like, what is rumination? Like I've heard people like, oh, you're ruminating, but like, no, you really do like ruminate in your own thoughts, you Mm -hmm. know? And it's like, you have to get out of that mentality of like, Instead of sitting here, like, I sent that email yesterday. Why are they not responding? Like, they probably hate me. They probably don't want to do this. Like, no. And even if they do, who cares? Yeah. Got to let it go, you know? Yes. Yeah, you can You can really, like, create your own stories. I remember I reached out to one person um, to be a guest on my podcast, and then they just respond. I Like, I asked if they wanted to come on. They just responded, LOL, no. It's so rude. Yeah, it, it was so don't interesting. Me. But then I remember like kind of it sat with me for a bit. I kept thinking like, what? I don't even know this person. You know, I just yeah. reached out to them. But then I thought to myself, like, I'm, I, I remember seeing them like some posts later, like I kind of looked on their page and there's yeah. some things that I, I'm kind of like, oh, maybe it's kind of better that I didn't have them on. Yeah. But I thought to myself, if someone's going to respond to me like that anyway, like you maybe don't that want them been, on your podcast. Yeah. We wouldn't yeah. have really had a good, you know, kind of dynamic. And yeah. I wouldn't, even if I didn't want to go on someone's pot, like I would never respond that way. LOL, LOL, no, LOL. that's crazy. Like, that's so No, painful. honestly, that, that would, that would happen to me a lot. It, it, it's, there's this whole thing, which I'm totally publicly open about. And there was a previous plant shop in Vegas, which I'm not going to name names. And mm-hmm constantly I feel like they would literally send people to my store to be like oh that's ugly or oh that doesn't look good and then they would say like I saw that at whatever or da 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 has whatever and it was like a crazy thing that just kept happening to me and it killed me for like months because I was in the space where they were previously in wasn't malicious at all I actually like went to their store and supported them in the beginning they were not they were just mean girls like genuinely mean girls they were not nice to me at all and I had to let go of that. Like it has nothing to do with me, you know? And then when I opened my store, I'm not even kidding you. Like just tens of twenties of people will just come in and like say, I mean, and like, I know those aren't my customers. I know that they're literally being sent here to just make me feel bad, you know? Yeah. And I like genuinely had to get over that. And I'm like, that was really, really hard for me. And I had found out later on completely from like one of their, their employees that like they would be sent to my store to like make me feel bad or like make my store look bad or like make oh, a man. comment that would like make me like not feel good, you know? And it's like that really like ate at me for so long. Like that makes you feel terrible. You're, own, you're in your store that you spend so much hard work on. You spend so much time. Like I love my store was super small baby. before. Yeah. That's my baby. My store was half the size that it was now. And like, of course that sucked, but I was starting, like, this is my first business, you know, mm-hmm. and it killed me. And it like really, really like got to me for months and months and months. And then I like, let it go. I was like, you know what? It has nothing to do with me. That person's insecure. They're jealous because they're not here anymore and it didn't work out. And I'm fulfilling the needs that, that this community needed me to, and yeah. you couldn't, and I'm sorry that you couldn't, but you're just not, that's not who you are, you know? They just, they weren't a small business minded. They weren't focused on the community. They weren't doing the things that I was doing. And I really had to focus on that. And it was just interesting because 
that person that had owned that store actually had come to the store like last year and she walked by and she's like, "Ugh, looks terrible. I'm like, oh yeah, hundred percent. Now I fully understand that that was you and you have no problem saying that and no problem talking but down to people. But that's not going to help her get a no her business, no. A business going like that. Not it, at all. No, there's and no it's, benefit. <laughs> no. And it's, it's oh, very man. funny. Cause I, I found like happiness and like all of her old employees would come to my store and be like, I love your store and I'm really sorry. And like, I genuinely had people that came in and like apologized to me and they're like, no, that has nothing to do with you. And I'm like, wow, I never thought that it would, it would be full circle like that, you know? And it's yeah. a lot of those employees are like now my customers and they come in and then we chat and like, we have great conversations and yeah. it's like, and that store is no longer here. That store closed, you know, yeah. it's like, I, I can look back and I'm like, I didn't need to stress about those things for so long about people and and their mentality of you and like what they're going to do to you or like how they're going to make you feel like right it's crazy how much competition people think that they have and that's why I as a person and me with other businesses have always said collaboration over competition like that's so big for me with community so yeah it's it's interesting how you think people will respond even if you're like the nicest person in the world and you're just Mm -hmm. reaching out to be genuine Mm -hmm. and they're like and then you're like so shocked because like I would never talk to somebody like that you know but yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's obviously them coming in and saying hurtful things is not yeah. nice. But then the, I'm sure there's also kind of this part that's like, it kind of comes full circle because they're coming in and apologizing and saying, I didn't yeah. mean those things. It's like, it, yeah. it, it, it feels good to know that those people kind of came back after they ruminated on the situation. Yeah, right? <laughs> literally. And that, that was a huge thing was like, for sure. that I ruminated in that for months, you know, and then yeah. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, what's the point of me being upset about this, you know? And then without my knowledge, without me reaching out, without me even saying anything, just people just kind of started pouring in and like showing me the opposite of that. And that was like really, really cool. So that person that said, LOL, no, they're just (laughs) never, never going to be on. They're going to be so jealous one day when they can't be on your podcast. (laughs) And I'm like, I love your shop. So whatever. Yeah. You're going to be like, LOL, no, sorry. You can't come back (laughs) on, you know, it's like, it's so crazy. So, okay. So actually there's two questions that I always love to end an episode with, but before I get into those, there's actually two more points to make um, based on our conversation. One of them is, which feeds right into what we're we're just talking about. But do you, when you walk into your store, Mm -hmm. do you feel proud? Like, do you walk in there and you're confident and you know, like, I have a bomb at, like, my shop is awesome. Yeah. Or are you kind of like always constantly picking it apart and like how you want to make it better? Constantly picking it apart. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. I, I actually, I used to like, if I take like a vacation, I always walk in. I'm like, I miss my store so much. Like, I genuinely do. But every day that I, like, I actually in my small store, like, I hated it. Like, I hated how small it was. I hated but I couldn't carry this. Like I'm so big on like merchandising and like how things look. Mm-hmm. And it's like so hard because in retail, it's like you have like two things left of one thing. You got to figure out where to put them. You got to like figure out how the store looks. So it's like, yeah. I never really, I genuinely am being hundred percent serious. I never walk into my store and I'm like, I love my store. I'm obsessed with how this looks like, yeah. and it's, I, it, that's something for me to, I, that I need to work on, you know, yeah. like I, I really do because I've put, like so I'm manifesting much, that for you. Cause that's yes. how it was when we walked in yeah, there. <laughs> and, but you know what, the way that I get that, like, back is because people say it to me all the time like people come in and are like mm-hmm. I love the vibe like I love the smell in here like I love how it looks in here like I had two people this weekend come from different states like literally one came from Utah 
And she was like, I followed you on Instagram for so long. Like, I've been wanting to see your store. I literally drove here to see your store. And I was like, that is crazy to me. And then I had another lady um, from New Mexico. Actually, I had three people. Another lady from New Mexico. And she was like, we're on vacation. And I followed you on Instagram for years. I wanted to make the time to come and see your store. That's crazy. It's like, those are the things that, like, really mean a lot to me. And, Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, oh, I I am creating the vibe. I'm doing the things that I need to do. Like, my store looks really good. I do have a bomb ass store, but like, I'm also like, <laughs> uh, I'm like, I hate how that card looks there. Or I don't yeah. want, to, like, I spend 24 seven most of my time just re merchandising, reorganizing the store. And I do okay. have moments where I'm like, that looks so good. You know, I'm like, that looks so good. good. Yeah. I love this, but it doesn't stick, you know? Yeah. I don't think it ever will. It's like, yeah, you should be proud of the work that you're putting in. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think, oh, as long as you have, you make sure that you continuously have those moments of like, that looks amazing because there is a part of it that I think is healthy. Like if I have a bunch of people telling me, oh, I love your podcast, but then there's some negative comments, which I'm hoping, you know, you don't have a lot more like any of those comments of people coming in saying negative things. But I find that if you kind of keep balanced and Mm -hmm. you don't let the positive comments really like put you on a high. Yeah. Yeah, Because if you keep all the positive ones and they put you on a high, there's no way to really only take the positive. So yeah. if the positive affect you a lot, so will the negative one. So if you yeah. kind of keep a balance. And it's true. Like yeah. there's always going to be, I, in my small store all the time, people would come be like, oh, look at your cute tiny store. Like that bugged me so much. Mm. And it was funny because it would bug my employee I like the word too. intimate. <laughs> it, intimate. It's small. It's not massive. No. And the yeah. store that you, that you got to visit is double the size that it used to be. It literally was okay. tiny. It was so small. And Yes, it was tiny and it would bug me so much. And now I'm like, I'm in my bigger store. And some people still come in and they're like, oh, your store is so small. It doesn't look good. People used to say it doesn't look the same that it does on Instagram. Now that I'm in my bigger store, nobody says that anymore because it's much Mm. more spacious. Mm. But now I'm like, you have no idea how small it used to be. Like it used to be half the size, you know? But see, I like that because it's not like you're walking into, you know, like these big, like a Home Depot. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not trying to go for that vibe. I want it to be intimate. Once I get past the point of having a big store I think that's when I lose myself you know like I never mm. want to have a store where I don't know where everything is or I I didn't put all the effort into it you know it's but it's, yeah. I don't, it's great because I really don't get a lot of negative comments I actually got a lady that's been this has been bugging me because I had a lady I don't even know who she is she doesn't even follow us she messaged me I posted my employee posted a beautiful photo of the new rings that we got mm-hmm. with like this little succulent planter behind it mm-hmm. and it's succulents that have been like dying literally for months we got them as a gift. I stuck them. Um, she stuck them in a little pot. We were like, we hate them, but we're keeping them because they're like cutesy. <laughs> yeah. And it's just one of those things that I'm like, I don't want to toss them. Let's just leave them. Like they're this tiny little like crazy succulents. Succulents are not the easiest. That's what I started my journey with the succulents. So I really know how to take care of them. And I've been mm. able to nurse these three little succulents back to life. And we posted a photo the other day and the lady commented back and said, oh my God, LOL, those succulents look so dead. And I was like, girl, first of all, I know. What? Okay. <laughs> like, I know. It shouldn't bug me because, like, we've been nursing them back to health. Like, they're not, yeah. it's not like a cute, they're like these leggy little funky succulents. And it's funny, I'll actually send you the photo because it's such a cute photo. The succulents actually look great. Like, nothing looks dead <sighs> at all. Yeah. And I'm like, what made her want to say that? You yeah. know? So it's like, th- there's still negative comments all the time. And I've been trying not to do all, like, here I am. Here I am still dwelling on this stupid comment that has nothing to do with me but you have to find a balance you know it's more of a like I 
have to laugh, you know, yeah. because yeah. What I literally saying? giggled out loud when I read it. Like I literally <laughs> physically giggled. Yeah. Like you're right. You're it's, right. They do. <laughs> right. It's like that, those saying, it's like what people say, it says more about them than about you, you know, because it's just Always. like, yeah. you can't help. Like just as human beings, we're going to judge things. Right. But yeah. there's, a, it takes something else to then have to say it or to it type does. it out. You don't have to do that. You know? Yeah. No. Um. So it is true. Yeah. You're right. No, you, you have to find like a, like a middle ground, you know, there isn't always yeah. going to be like a, everything is great and like everything is terrible you have to find the comments in that you know so, yeah it's like so okay funny. thank you I hope you have a great too, day too yeah like, yeah so, exactly yeah. like you can get those comments, I read it but I, also yeah I was just gonna say like but then you have people driving from Utah and New Mexico so Literally, obviously you're doing yes. something and it was right, on right? the same day it was on the same exact oh, okay. day so yeah. it's like those are the things that happen every single day that I'm like whatever and, I, and I for all we it. know that comment was by the previous store owner so like literally like, exactly I'm like <laughs> she made a fake Instagram she's telling me lol your Zagulon's like dead I'm like yeah she's and it's funny she's got like 34 followers don't even know who she is she doesn't even follow <laughs> us I'm like you're just coming on here to troll me for no reason at all you know mm-hmm. and it's just like I just slept her on red I didn't even reply I was gonna comment back and be like well I'm like, no message no. is a message no message is, yeah exactly like I don't care yeah. I'm not gonna show her that I care about her little comment you know yeah right so. sorry I'm busy running my shop I don't have to Literally. respond to you yeah <laughs> so um funny. the other question in regards to the shop was so you have a bunch of amazing products in there um I love the plant swap idea as well mm-hmm. so the other products are these do you have plants and other products too or are you collaborating with other people and then you're also yeah. So I actually just a lot of them, of course, are just like okay. other vendors, other mm-hmm. artists, things that I personally love that I want to carry. Mm-hmm. I reach out to those vendors. I see how that I can carry them. I really like am so specific with the items that we carry. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my vendors, it's crazy. Like I was the first ever vendor in Nevada to have them. And it's like now there's all these shops that have that one vendor, you know. So a lot of the vendors oh, are people that I like built relationships with or have reached out to because I really liked their products. It's mm-hmm. I've done a lot of collaborations. Um, like I right now I have two um candle collaborations in my store where like I picked the scents and I picked the packaging, whatever, and now I have them. Um, there's a girl, her name is Pepper, and she does pottery, and we're gonna do a collab together where she's gonna create colors of my brand to be on the pots. Like she makes these beautiful, like painted pots so a lot of the stuff is collab but most of it I would say 80% of my store is just me supporting other small businesses and the products that I really really like and that I like to carry like I really look for colors and branding and packaging and sustainability is like massive for me that's like really really huge for me I even have like a little note in my store that says like every product in my store is either I think like 95% of the products in my store are women-owned brands, women-owned artists, um, oh. and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of me curating those items. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay. So there, there's obviously a lot more questions, so we're going to wait for Angie for us to dive yeah. into those. But yeah. there's two that I want to ask you now, which is you and I. And you touch on some advice that you were given, but maybe this is more specific to you. And it's, do you have any mantras that you live by? And if so, what are they? Oh gosh, mantra. Um, <laughs> a huge thing for me is let go of what you can't control. Mm-hmm. Don't control what you can't control. And I think that's very big for me as a ruminator. I like <laughs> don't want to control those things. So yeah. genuinely just like I truly believe in let go of what you can't control. Get out of your own mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Huge okay. for me. 
Yeah. And then the other one is, what is one thing that people often get wrong about you that you wish they wouldn't? Gosh, I don't know, actually. <laughs> That's a hard one. Um, or is there something that you think that people are kind of thinking about you, you know? Yeah, I think a lot of people, you know what a really, really good one is? Um, a lot of people think that like I'm this huge, successful, like, mogul it sounds so ridiculous but I genuinely have people come into my show I talk about this as my employee all the time we joke about it mm-hmm. they're like little do we know I'm like worried about buying too much iced coffee this week like you know like I'm, I don't <laughs> right. have this like people think that in the like when you own a business you're just like you make so much money and you do all these things you know mm-hmm. I don't like I I have an employee now where like half of my paycheck is going to her. You know, it's like, yeah. I think a big thing for me is people come into my store and they say, congratulations all the time. That's a huge thing that I hear all the time. Just from random, co- it's very weird. Cause I, I have never gone into somebody else's store and said like, congratulations on owning a business. Like that's really cool to hear, but from a different perspective, and maybe this will help a listener where they've done this in the past, but mm-hmm. I've had people come in and be like, congratulations, like you own a store, you must be doing so good, or you must be so successful. Like you must have really just, you really made it, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, that's great because I try to stay positive about everything. And I'm like, absolutely. Yes, I did. Like, I am so lucky because I can support myself and I don't have to worry about having a full-time job and my small business. A lot of small business owners still have to have a second job, you know, that's a yeah. big thing for them. Yeah. And, but I don't live above my means. Like I don't, I've had the same car for four years. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't live this crazy lavish lifestyle that people think I have had the same phone for like five years. Like it's yeah. like people come in and they're like, one lady actually last week came into the store and this is just like a total tangent now that I'm going on, but she came into the store and said, um, we're talking and she's like, your store is so cute. And she's like, are you the business owner? And I was like, yeah, I am. She goes, Oh, you, why are you even working in your own store? I was like, I still work like my own store. She goes, you, she's like, as a small business, owner, I was like, she's like, your Instagram is doing so great. Like I follow you on Instagram. She's like, your business is doing so good. She's like, I didn't even realize that you like worked here. I'm like, yeah, I work here. Like I'm still a human that has to pay yeah. my own bills. I still have to function. Like I could never afford to have an employee full time. Like that's not even a possibility for me. And I don't truly ever want it to be. That's not my, my mentality. You know, you like, want to have eyes on to get your that. shop. Like, I feel like that's kind of how you, yeah. like a, a store kind of loses its authenticity. A hundred percent. Yeah. Owners that like go in there once a year, you know, yes. you want to be in yeah. there. Yeah. No. And it's that, which is a whole, we could have an entire podcast about something else because I, there is another store that had moved in near us and the owner, um, it's very different. They don't go into the store. They don't have to work. Like they have employees full time. And, and he said to like, we were in a, a tenant meeting and he said to all of us, like, you guys are all complacent and comfortability. Like you guys need competition. Like you should be open seven days a week and doing this. And all of us were like, we are our business. Like, we're not like you where you have a, an employee 24 seven. Like we're not, capitalizing on all this so that's a huge thing for me that I I genuinely feel like so many people have a misconception of you know I'm I'm not this like I don't have this lavish lifestyle like I don't have this like huge thing Mm -hmm. you know I'm not like making millions of dollars like I'm making less than I was at a full-time job you know like it's not it's not even like that so I, I think a lot of people think that you know 
I mean, everyone runs their businesses the way that they, you know, either want to, or like, that's the goal is to have it that way. But to say like, you guys need to be doing it the way I'm doing it, you know, and also it's like, not everybody wants this lavish lifestyle, yeah. you know? And like, not everybody I have... has the background to do that, you know? Like, exactly. I started this business with my own savings. I didn't have mm-hmm. family money. I didn't have – I don't have a trust fund. Like, I didn't <laughs> right. I didn't get a loan. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think, like, small business owners must come for money, and it's so not true, you know? Yeah. So that – I think that's that's honestly, like, my, my biggest misconception that, that bothers me, which – it shouldn't bother me because it really doesn't make a difference. And like what people, I don't really care too much about what other people think about me, but it does bother me that some people are like, oh, you must just live this like life, you know, or like, wow, you have a small business. It's yeah. crazy that you have a small business. And I'm like, the word small is in there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. It's it's because you know all the hard work that was put into it. Yeah. And they think and that they you don't. just walked in a space and said, just put everything in here that I tell you and yeah. make sure it's taken care of, yeah. you know? Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, yeah, I love, I love that answer. A lot of, and, and that goes for anything, whether it's your business or just anything in life, like people will have their, their comments, whether it's like negative judgments or just like, oh, you're so lucky with yes. anything, because we all know like 5% of everyone's story, unless you're like, it's your partner or you're like, you know, family member, or your best friend, like you don't yeah. know what went into most things that you come no. across. And they never yeah. will. And I think that's yeah. a good thing for other small businesses, I'm sure. There's a lot of people out there that are thinking the same thing as me, where it's like, I hate that feeling. I hate when people walk in. And it's like, it's kind of like a thing where I'm like, maybe I should be doing this or maybe I shouldn't be doing this. It's like, no, I'm on my own journey for a reason. You know, I can't let those things get to me. So for sure. Yeah. And I think that, again, I hope you continue to have those po- those moments of mm-hmm. like, oh, this looks really amazing. Yeah. And because you know that it wasn't just some easy thing and you, you're, it's like a trust fund situation or you got this loan or someone's doing all the work for you, that when you have those moments, you know that it was your hard work that was yeah. put into it, you know? So yeah. I and I think you, that's very that. unique to have too. So yeah. I, yeah, I am. I am very lucky in that way, you know? Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Um, We're going to have Angelica on for our second part of this episode, but I'm really excited to kind of talk to her and see, you know, the dynamic that you guys have. And I hope that she sees how much you appreciate her (laughs) and, you know, how integral she is into the company. So definitely. Thank thank you you so much. much. Yeah. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for part two of getting to the root of it. Join us next week as we welcome Carissa's employee, Angie, onto the podcast with us as we dive into her experience working with a small business and the dynamic that her and Carissa have with one another.